0: Hi, and welcome to the Imeet Hotel podcast with your hosts, Michael Ross and Christian Lipinski, and me, Zuzia Whelan, here to introduce them and to bring you the top updates from the hospitality industry in each episode. Every week, we'll dive into the stuff we find interesting through our work in this business. We'll have industry updates, expert guests, and our own musings on what we think the future might look like. We also want to hear from you. If there's a topic you'd like to have featured on one of our next episodes, email us at info at iMeetHotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at iMeetHotel.
1: Hi, my name is Christian and welcome to our first episode of I Meet hotel, the podcast. Now today we're going to be talking about rate parity. What is it? Where did it come from? And what exactly it means for all of us working in hospitality. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you've heard of I Meet hotel, but I'll give you a rundown just in case. I Meet Hotel is an international hospitality event currently online because of the pandemic. We get a great lineup of industry speakers in different destinations every month, and we also get their insights on what's important in hospitality now. Before we get into the topic, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He's the co-founder and CEO of Bidroom and the founder of iMeet Hotel. Michael Ross. Michael, welcome to the show, and I think we should probably start with a little bit of an introduction of who Michael Ross is.
2: Thanks, Kristen. Yeah, as, as you mentioned, my name is Michael Ross. I'm founder indeed of Bidroom. I wanted to make the hospitality industry much more transparent and fair. And that's how the whole journey started also with Bedroom and the iMeet Hotel conferences. Um, about me, right? I'm now 38 years old, happily married, got two kids, um, born in the Netherlands, now living in Krakow, Whereas actually, of course, the, the magic happens if we're looking at the team of, uh, of Bedroom.
1: Well, um, uh, I guess you can say I'm a little bit opposite of you here. Uh, I know you've been in the travel and hospitality sector for quite a while. Me, on the other hand, I've been in media, film, I was even uh, security forces in the Navy. So this is my first uh, stint in hospitality in a hospitality career. And I've been working for, I mean, hotel for about one and a half years. Which, if you look back at the p- pandemic, I mean, that kind of started just over a year ago. So it's a strange time to be in the hospitality industry. Michael, let's just, let's just kick it off. Uh, let's, let's just start with it. What is rate parity?
2: Yeah, well, rate parity is, is a practice of maintaining consistent rates. So hotels, they choose or sometimes they're forced to have the same rates. Uh, offered on different, uh, different distribution channels. So, so for
1: example, if if I'm booking on uh, one site, it's 100 euros. They got to maintain on their direct site, 100 euros. They can't have different prices going across different booking sites. Is that correct?
2: Correct. Well, and sometimes it's a choice of the hotels. Often, of course, they are forced to have the same pricing, the same rates on different distribution platforms. So hotels in that case could be that they have the same rate on their own website, the same rate as they're offering to a third party. Even though they would like to have a different rate on their own website, for example with extra perks with extra yeah. pricing or the better pricing, not always allowed to because well, they're afraid of the of the uh, of the the big guys in the industry.
1: Well yeah, l- let me let me ask you about that, because I mean w- you 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 said forced earlier. And so forced, I mean, you know, they're they're not like a government or anything like this where they're strict laws or federal laws or state laws. Uh, you're talking that that these Big guys here are forcing hotels. I mean, what if, how's, how's that forced? How can they, you know, what if they don't say, you know what, I don't want, i gonna put whatever price I want on my hotel. They can do
2: that, right? Yeah, well, I, sp- I spoke to quite a lot of different hotel chains and some of them is, okay, this is our own policies that okay, we want to be equal, equal rates on all distribution platforms. So sometimes it's a choice, which is if it's choice of the hotels, it's fine. It's their decision. But it's bad when the choice is not made because of their own decision. When they're forced and you see, especially when it's also like the smaller hotels, they're sometimes afraid to offer lower prices on their own website or on specific platforms because they're still a bit scared of the, of the, of the, of the large OTAs because they were afraid they were just ending up at page 20 instead of page number one or two. So it's also the, the, the control they're actually losing. So it's still, you see, they're sometimes afraid Mm -hmm. to offer lower prices in some countries. It's already banned, of course, that they can be forced. You see in some contracts as well, of the OTAs is mentioned, right? You can't offer lower prices in public to other, any guest or even though it's your own platform or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So to not have the freedom about your rates, about your, mm-hmm. your own hotel, it's, I think it's bad. So,
1: Can you talk about when when you said that they'll end up at the bottom of the page or page two, uh, is this kind of punishment? Is this, this kind of stuff happening right now?
2: Yeah, well, it's always discussion, is the middleman good or not? And you see then when some of the OTAs started years ago, their their policies were quite okay, right? You just pay some commission, was not too high. I think that some of them started with 6% and that's it. You could work with them, it was your choice.
1: What, what's the commission's at now? You want to know? Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 Oh, it, it goes up, right? It's 15, 18% times something even more. And if they want to be part of kind of a loyalty program or something mm-hmm. special, what what the OTAs are offering, has to be paid by the hotel. So it goes up twenty-five percent on what actually what the the hotel's paying to the OTAs.
1: So up to up to twenty-five percent. Unfortunately, so, yes. So you're talking if you got a hundred euros, you got your room up for a hundred euros, you're paying twenty-five euros. So you're only making seventy-five out of that.
2: Yeah, and in that case if the hotel can say, okay, we just have a little bit lower pricing on our own set website because we do also a lot of promotion for our own brand, et cetera. I think it's fair if they are able and allowed to have lower prices, right? Mm-hmm. And in this case, when they see they are forced not to or afraid sometimes to not offer lower prices, I think it's pretty bad. And that's actually what we're standing for as well, right? As, as we started actually as an initiative from the from the industry, we heard this same feedback. Actually, that's why we started actually Bedroom because I was speaking to many hotels all over the world, and they had the same complaints. Okay, like, we're just losing the control. We're not allowed to actually choose our own pricing. We have, to, they are blocking rooms from us, which we can sell and, and to anybody else. So it's actually just, okay, this is a whole room how it started. First to start a more transparent and fair booking platform. Sure. And of course, then you see, okay, what is happening more? You speak to more hotels and.
1: Let, let me ask you this. Yeah. Then then if the hotel is, is going on to uh, like, like Bidroom, how are they getting away with not hitting this parity law here? Or this rule? I mean, how are they being able to put those hotel rooms cheaper on, let's just say, Bidroom, then how are they not getting punished for for that? I mean, how are they getting away with that?
2: Yeah, well, Bidroom is a closed user platform. So in that case, the hotels are not so scared in that case Mm -hmm. because it's not visible for the OTAs, right? It's a closed user platform. And also when you're looking at the contract of some of the OTAs, uh, closed user platform actually is not connected to rate parity classes, etc. So they give them some more freedom to the hotels to work with us. Also, we don't have to charge them high commission. So in that case, every hotel, even though they're giving lower prices to our our members, still they're earning more per every booking. So it's a win-win situation in that case.
1: It's like, I suppose if you compare it then, it's uh, 100 euros, let's just say on one of these major OTAs, they're paying 25% commission. So they're only getting 75 euros out of the deal. But if they go to Bidroom, they're able to put it on a, a closed platform where they don't have to be afraid of these big OTAs scanning for the prices but they can also then sell the rooms for 80 euro or 85 euros. So it's still 15, 20 euros cheaper than the other OTAs, but they're still making more money by selling it cheaper because they're not paying that commission. So they're still making 10 extra euros out of the room versus what they would pay on a, uh, a commission for an OTA.
2: Yeah, correct. That's what you, exactly what you said. So in this case, it's a win. The, the customer has actually has a better deal. He stays mm-hmm. cheaper in the hotel. And in the end, also the hotel receives more money in the end. If you see at the hotels, because if you see how hard those people working in the hospitality, in the hotels, to create a great customer journey, that the guest is happy, satisfied. And there's so much more extra services, right? Just OTAs is one. You see all the other costs what a hotel has actually in just providing reservations. If you're looking at channel manager, PMS, CRS, everything what is out there, if you see how many channels are in between, yep. plus, in the, the, plus the, the OTAs.
1: Well, look, well, let me ask you this. I mean, this these, these OTAs, they've been around for how long, 15 years, 20 years, they've been around booking here and it's been so long, you know, are we kind of stuck in this way? Is this, you know, how we always done it now we're just kind of stuck going with this machine that's been rolling. Cause if you try to pull away from that machine, are you going to get those high bookings? Or, I mean, you, you look at today's world with low or no occupancy rates because of a pandemic, uh is this a good time to then reflect on those decisions that you made and are these these big OTAs are they still going to have the power they have or do you feel a shift in in directions
2: well if you're asking a hotel what is your opinion about the OTAs it's always a strange relationship it's like a love hate relationship yep. so yes they need them because they're providing a lot of bookings yeah but also they cost a lot of money right and you can see there's a shift now going on and we started with this journey around five years ago. So, okay, th- it could be also differently. And if you see the trends now, if you're following the media in the hospitality, you see subscription models like we do become more popular than ever. You see that the br- big brands also starting in that case with subscription mm-hmm. models. So I think it's a trend and you can see things are uh, having its time. What do you think they did they had a massive growth you see that there's there's a dual poly out there right and you see now what we see that and since actually last year march Mm -hmm. we had the biggest growth of new hotels ever which means hotels okay now nobody's able to provide me bookings it's a really difficult period but now it's also the time for us to change the industry to get our control back and to work with different distribution partners so we had a massive growth if we're looking at the numbers of hotels who joined us since last year march
1: Oh, you know what that noise is. It's time to take a quick break for industry updates with Zusha Whalen. Zusha, what do you got for us?
0: Here are the main industry updates for March 16th, 2021. The Metasearch Hotel booking site Kayak has opened its first ever hotel at Miami Beach. Any guest staying at the premises can look forward to a host of innovations during their visit, including contactless check-in and check-out using Kayak app or digital lobby kiosk. The Kayak app will provide 24-7 access to hotel staff and support. Notifications of on-property events, room-ready alerts, itinerary management, housekeeping requests, and more. Ryanair last week launched an in-app health passport, enabling passengers to verify their COVID-19 status ahead of its summer schedule plans. This means travellers can use the Travel Wallet section of the app to upload negative COVID-19 test results and vaccination certificates before flying with the airline. Hospitality review site TripAdvisor has just launched TripAdvisor Plus, a new product for hotels and accommodations to get direct access to a membership network of high-spend travelers. Finally, search engine giant Google last week announced it would be eliminating fees for hotel booking links. This means consumers will have a more comprehensive look into hotel room availability as they research and plan their trips, positioning Google for further growth in the post-COVID travel boom. Despite this seemingly leveling the playing field, some in the industry have expressed concern that the decision won't affect all hotels equally. That's the main industry news roundup for now. I'm Zuzha Whelan. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks
1: Zuzha for the updates. All right, Michael, let's uh, get back to the topic. So so uh, talking about that, let's, let's talk about, um, you know, of course, this is the way things have been done and you can't just turn off the switch. So, you know, we need these OTAs. The OTAs need to exist because of what reason? Why haven't they fizzled away if, if there's these rate parity laws and things like this?
2: Well, I think it's for a lot of hotels, also visibility, right? For the larger hotels, the chains, they're more able, but still it's also visibility. If you want to go to Rome next week, Sure. you have to search and if you don't know have a hotel in mind you have to start somewhere to see okay what kind of hotels are there out there what is the prices etc so often people go are they ending up especially when you go to google searching any hotel name or searching for a city ending up in one of the otas or meta search so it often is of course it's used for visibility to, to search you have something in mind where you want to go you can compare easy and of course the otas works quite well if you want to compare your your properties Mm-hmm. So especially for this visibility and it's something also what we try to change, right? We know yeah. that a lot of people don't have a mind yet where to stay. They don't know where to go, but yep. so they don't know where to stay. Yeah. You're but
1: not going to just going to go to the website yeah. and type in Rome hotels and then go through mm-hmm. every landing page that's out there.
2: <laughs> Most people won't. Yeah. No, 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 no. So in this case, what we say, okay, what we want to solve is okay. In this case, we are creating the visibility for hotels because it's not easy for them, of course, to be visible. So it's okay. We're creating a platform when, when our members, they can make a search they're searching for Rome. They see a couple hundred of hotels. They yep. can make the selection. When they're making a reservation, they actually book on our platform, but it's still direct reservation, which means it's the same price as what you see is the same price what the hotel receives. Right. So there's no minimum. There's no markup fee, et cetera. So what you see is what you get. It's also in this case, it's a booking for the hotel. So,
1: so what I was going to, to say then is the reason why their hotels are stay, staying with the rate parity, they're staying on these major OTAs, is because of visibility ultimately that's that's the visibility is so, so high that this is where they're going to get all their bookings so they're not going to split away from that unless they have that capability being visible to potential customers
2: yeah and that's why i support as much distribution channels as possible especially sure. when it's fair right so i yeah. think meta search is quite okay if you're using a trip advisor or the platforms to make a search the end you might book directly to the hotel i think it's this something what we should do and i think is i really promote this to book directly or to book to us, I right. think again, if the hotels in this case can make a little bit more money, especially now when they also want to need it because they're the hardest time ever, mm-hmm. I think we should support this all and I think that's why also a lot of hotels they want to work with us right. and and you see that also this this also brings us to different models business models like okay. subscriptions and you see more hotels also looking into those possibilities now
1: yeah so that, that, that was another thing I was going to ask too is so these um, you know booking through um, you know, you get a one-off customer. Let's just say, just say, you know, me. I go and book a hotel at Mom and Pa's Bed and Breakfast uh, off of one of these big OTAs. Now, what happens with that information? Do does Mom and Pa's Hotel do they keep my information, or are the OTAs sharing this information? I mean, how does Mom and Pa's get me to come back? You know, if they got hotels all around the world, how do they you know keep attracting the customer if uh, they're in that situation?
2: Yeah, often they don't even know who's arriving, right? So in the end, when, you, when you're checking in, of course, then they find out and they just not have much data from you. We're supporting all the data. If you want to send us a hotel pre-arrival email because you want to inform them we have something to share, do it. I think it's good because it's kind of a relationship we want to build between the hotel and the user as well. As well, when you're checking in, you decide, I have a great stay in here. Does it then pass a mass? Sorry. <laughs> if yeah. you have a great stay in there, you want to stay longer. You can make a booking to them directly. If say okay, I want to come back in a few weeks and decided to book them directly. It's fine. yeah. Because we support supporting this. We also, it means that we are not transaction focused, right? Mm-hmm. In the OTAs, their whole business model is everything is focused on transactions. Sure. We're focused on the relationship to have a member which is satisfied with the services. Yeah, yes, yeah. we're providing better rates for hotels but we're also providing much more extra perks all related to the travel journey.
1: Yep. So uh, let me ask you this, because uh, again, you know, I'm uh, I'm new to the hospitality industry and, you know, every day is a learning uh, experience here for me. Uh, I wanted to know bed banks. It's such a strange word, bed banks, you know, uh, but but what what is this? What is this bed banks and how does it have to do with rate parity?
2: Bed banks actually is a solution that often is used by tour operators, travel agencies do packaging, right? Yeah. So normally the hotels are offering specific rates, which uh, bad banks can use to build a package, flight, hotel, transfer, tours, activities, etc. everything around it to make a package. You can see sometimes wholesalers or bad banks, as yeah. you call them, they use them actually just to sell them to channels, which use them as an individual booking, which obviously they're not m- meant to be, right? They're right. meant to be just to, for packaging and to make a package around complete journey. So you can see some of those initiatives, okay, we just try to undercut the OTAs and just build a new platform, and we're just wholes- using wholesaler rates. That's yep. not specific. That's why also we build directly, so we want to have directly contracted hotels, work with them directly, because I think it's... At the end, if you see that, it, it's bad if you're really looking at the complete ecosystem of hotels, right? Hotels has to choose where to distribute my rooms. I have to block X numbers of rooms to a wholesaler. Right. I have to block X numbers of rooms to a specific OTA. I think that's bad. If you say I have yep. 50 rooms, that's my total inventory. I've got 50 rooms. Just take one by one, take them out of one of the out of the basket till they're empty. I think that's the yep. best and most honest way. And that, that or bad banks or some OTAs are forcing you with allotments. I think that's bad anyway as well. Yeah, And it's also connected to the whole rate parity. And if then, then you're losing your control. So I would just say, I will just, I lope openness and transparency and make it as open as possible.
1: Sure. That's, I mean, that's a, it's a super hard thing to find nowadays. I mean, trans, transparency is like a buzzword, you know, like a artificial intelligence that it really is an artificial intelligence. It's not really transparency. Just people use it in a sentence. Uh, and you know, there, there's the, when I, when you say transparency, I think this is another thing that a lot of hotelers are, are, are struggling with, with these bed banks as well, or wholesalers is that they have no control over the prices that are being sold. So
2: you don't know where it goes. They don't just, know where it goes. You're and then all of a sudden bad bank or just often to a bad bank, to a bad bank yep. and to who they're sending, you have and no mom clue. And pa
1: goes to, you know, so-and-so.com and all of a sudden sees one of the rooms up there and they're like, where's this price coming from? So they have no control over it. But on the other hand, they try to change their price on their direct booking and then they get punished for it because of rate Parity. So
2: that's, uh, that's it's not easy to be in a hotel. Yeah. You have a lot of respect for, for them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So let's, let's talk about uh, other options for hotels. I mean, you know, uh, of course, we talked about how, you know, they're getting the visibility from these these other sites. But what can they do to kind of, I guess you could say, skirt around rate parity or uh, be able to do other things to drive different revenue sources?
2: Yeah, well, you see a lot of guests or potential guests. They're yeah. searching on an OTA or meta search. At the end, they're ending up at the hotel website anyway, just to see yeah. more pictures, more information. And that's actually a moment where you as a, as a hotel can convert the visitor into become a booker right sure. so if you adding extra perks for example is also what we do on Bidroom. if you're adding extra perks which could yep. be an upgrade could be an early check-in and something extra welcomes drink voucher for the restaurant up to the hotel yeah you actually even though you have might have the same pricing You still can offer something extra. So there may be be reasons for the the visitors. I'll book to them directly.
1: Yep. And that that, that may be, you know, I worked for a helicopter company in Australia for a bit. And we had the same issue with our helicopter flights. So we do scenic flights over the Great Barrier Reef. We had to have the same prices on the OTAs that we charged. Uh, at the helicopter company. But what we did kind of to get around it is we did special perks for locals or things like this in order to drive. We had uh, something called mates rates. So it was a special thing on there that they got a bottle of champagne or we did a stop landing on a sand K or something like this, that even though our prices were the same, there was an extra, uh, extra benefit. So hotels, you say that uh, uh, can do these things to, um, you know, drive direct bookings. What kind of ideas or what kind of ideas do you have for these hotels that, that they can add what kind of perks could they add uh, to be able to drive those direct bookings yeah
2: it is important to do something extra right if you see the advantage compared with an OTA because if the pricing is the same if you're deciding to have a rate parity to have the same rates to, it's up to you as an hotelier. I think if you have the control and you have the choice, it's up to you if you want to give a lower price. Free no. dinner or a spa
1: Why visit not? or it something also, like this. Also, if you're
2: in a hotel, it's like I'll yeah. give you a voucher of 10 or 20% of the restaurant. You might even increase your revenue because the, the, the guest decided to, to, to stay in your, to go revenue, eat. Yeah. in your restaurant. So there's a lot of things what you could do. And also, in this case, you're creating a relationship. So it yeah. might book the next time the, again directly to you. Sure. And again, what I said, it's like a lot of people who are just searching on OTA or MetaSearch on us. They might, I'm still at the website of the hotel. And if you just can get this, just make sure your website is great that you can also offer mm-hmm. something extra to those people because yep. they might book directly and it's also an advantage for you. You undercut it. You don't have to pay those high commissions. So it's a win-win. So Yep. I and recommend I guess, to do something.
1: Yeah, and I guess you can you can drive customer loyalty that way as well, too. Because by doing that and saying, hey, here's something extra from us that they're going to say, oh, I remember this hotel or I remember staying there. This was an awesome place or recommend their friends because, hey, I got a, a spa package out of the deal. So I was going to pay hundred euro here, but I got a hundred euro there in the hotel threw in this. So I think that's uh, another way to drive that that customer loyalty and brand loyalty.
2: It can be also present for your partner, right? If yeah. you're just getting a voucher of a spa of hundred euro, just give it to your wife, yeah. <laughs> happy as well so it's, it's another win-win yeah. so
1: um, other than that I think uh, we we had a lot of topics today on Ray Parity I mean we can probably go for a few more hours I'm sure on Ray Parity that there's so much background on it um, but the question is now today moving forward in the future 10 years from now Is this the way of the future or is this something that's just going to fizzle out and there's going to be something different that's going to come and replace it? As you mentioned, transparency, fairness to the system, Um, you know, so far, I mean, there's only so long a a wheel can roll. Eventually, it's got to stop and something else comes in and takes its place. So what do you think? What What do you think the future looks like here?
2: I hope the future will be that the hotels can make their own decision. And if the decision of the hotels is, okay, this is our policy, we want to have the same, it's up to them. But yep. we see, for example, one of the largest hotel chains in the world, they decided, if you want to know which one, check our website, but if it's one of the largest hotel world, they will decide, okay, we have always we had a rate parity yep. to every channel, to every distribution channel, but they are offering, for example, to our members, a lower rate. Yep. So the first time ever they actually just stepped away from rate parities. okay, now yep. we're just, because you're a closed user platform, we support what you're doing, so we offer your members a lower price. So it's the first time. So it took them some time internally as well to, um, to modify the agreements because they never did it before. Yep. I think that's a step. If the, the chain hotels deciding to step away, or some hotels is like, "Okay, I give you a lower price plus some extra perks to make the complete actually the complete value higher." Yeah. Yeah. It's something for for a user for a member to book actually on our platform or the, to you directly if you're in the hotel offer something directly to your uh, to your visitors on yep. your own website
1: and i guess uh, you know as you mentioned if it's a, a big chain and things like this if they got tons of properties these smaller properties see these bigger properties making those moves that's uh i guess you can say encouraging to those other smaller properties oh hey the big dogs are doing it so let's uh, let's follow suit if they they think that's a great idea uh you know they're they're you know be able to move on with that
2: Oh, you see that smaller hotels sometimes say, okay, but we're not able, but yeah. it's pretty easy. Somebody lensing up your website, you can just mention here, book to us directly and we give you yeah. those perks. You can communicate it. You have a communication channel, right? You have your website, so you can communicate it there. And even though you might not have a complete loyalty program or all those advanced things what some chains has, as an individual hotel, you can still say, "Is okay, book to, to my website directly and they give yeah. you those perks or those upgrades or anything like this. Yeah. So use it.
1: And then you know the the other thing that that I think of as well is I mean what do you got to lose right for these these other different distribution channels or adding a couple different perks I mean why not try it out give it give it a go because again nothing to lose there you know I fully agree cool i think we'll wrap it up here for today so thanks so much to everyone listening for joining us on our podcast maiden voyage we're super excited to bring you next week's episode hotel technologies you probably didn't know about so remember to stay up to date with all of our events by signing up to the imeet hotel mailing list visit us on linkedin and twitter or hey you can go old school email us at info at imeethotel.com so today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to discover in future episodes, we got a podcast team eager to drive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality.
0: The I Made Hotel podcast is a production from I Made Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit Bidroom.com to learn more.